Welcome to Pen and Page Gals, the podcast where we're flipping through our favorite and recent reads. Your hosts are me, I'm Jensine. And I'm Sophia. And in a digital age when everything is fast-paced and fighting for our attention, we hope to inspire you to slow the scroll and pause for some pages instead. Spring, March, first Monday, March, Monday of spring. Woohoo! I'm Jensine, and I'm here with my co-host friend Sophia. Hello, what's up? What's up? And we are recording our March episode of Pen and Page Gals. Yippee! And let's see. Today the sun is out after yes. a weekend that was weird and gloomy. Yeah. Was it? Foggy for you, muggy, rainy, yeah, all the things. It was weird because it was like Thursday, Friday last week were beautiful. Then Saturday was like gloom and droom. What's going on? Yeah, and then Sunday was I think beautiful, but I don't know. It's not a word. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is it the droom from Raya and the Last Dragon? Oh, I'm not. I'm I I meant things. to say gloom and doom, but as I, I said droom, I was like, I think the droom is an actual Disney thing. <laughs> I'm going to Google it now. Okay, okay. Raya and the Last Dragon. Gloom and droom. Well, today is droom. beautiful. <laughs> it's the droon. Okay, with an oh, N. Droon. All right. Yes, oh, that's yeah, a real yeah. thing. I know droon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways. Yesterday was spring equinox. Oh, Which, was it? Yeah, March 20th. I didn't know. Spring Equinox. And I just kept thinking of like, well, we'll talk about the book in a little bit, but the oh, lunar yeah. cycles uh-huh, and, yes. you know, all the books that we love that have, you know, solstices and equinoxes yes, and yes. all the things. I was like, ooh, yes. fun. Yes. But yeah, hopefully we get some good weather coming up. I think we, got we some- are spring break coming up yes yes in a couple weeks it's coming have you been doing anything to get ready for that um yes and no yes and no I feel like every January that rolls around every year I'm like it's January and part of like the whole like healthier me like new me part of that is always spring break like I'm always like okay spring break is three four months away like that's a very um practical uh, not goal but like end date yeah like a benchmark to have in mind like hey if I'm consistent starting now then over the next three months four months like where could I get and so in that sense like it's it's always been on my mind like hey like spring break is coming up like it's not like it snuck up on me yeah but on the other hand I do feel like um especially the last month three weeks there's been a lot of things going on we had like a big IEP for my oldest daughter which is super emotional so there's just like there were other things happening that kind of put fitness on the back burner the last couple weeks for me so um but I would say other than other than like being in the context of kind of dealing with heavy personal stuff for the majority of 2022 so far I've just been trying to, um, like, be conscious of what I'm eating. I don't really, I wouldn't say, like, I'm on a specific diet or anything, but just more foods that fill you up 
and make you feel good for a longer yeah. period of time. Yeah. You know, once in a while that means having a brownie or whatever and like yeah. that's fine. There are no good foods or bad foods. It's just everything in moderation. But yes. um, that and then one thing that I was really trying to do with the new year that I, again, until like the last two weeks or so, was pretty consistent on was hitting 10,000 steps every weekday, like five Ooh, days a week, hitting 10,000 yeah. steps. Um, it's been easy because <clears throat> I have two dogs and so like taking each of them for like a 30 minute walk every day and work doing like one workout like you it's very it sounds like a lot but once you kind of get into a rhythm of figuring out what works like oh if I walk my kids to school and then take the dogs for a walk later that and then did like my one regular workout that I always do that's 10,000 steps you know um so yeah there have been things that I've been trying to do but I will say like I'm not I when January started I was like oh I'm gonna do all these things and like I'm gonna feel amazing in my swimsuit when when I get to spring break and I don't think I'm there yet but I think we've also talked about this in past episodes at a certain age I also just don't care like I'm like could I look a little tighter and leaner sure do I care no like I'm in my mid to late 30s I've had three kids I just don't yeah. yeah, there are areas for improvement, but it's not going to make me, like, not want to put on a swimsuit or, like, yeah, splash sure. around with my kids. For so, sure. um, yeah, and I kind of feel like routines, too, once you get into them. Yes. You were working I, out, like, oh, pretty regularly for Yeah, and I'm and back on it now. Yeah. 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 So it's just when life, when, when emotional and mental health stuff like gets too heavy then obviously it's hard to make yourself move and get into the routine but um I'm past it now and I feel I was just telling you before we started recording because Jensen's been checking in on me (laughs) she's been like texting me like once a week like how are you doing because she just knows it's like a hard time of year when we do IEPs and there's been a lot of other stuff anyways um, I was telling you before we started recording that today I actually feel back to normal. Um, yeah. So that's good. Also, the time change did not help me. Okay. Like, that was one of the worst. Maybe recency bias. Yes. I'm no. Like so tired this week. Yes. I don't yes. feel recovered 100% yet. It's no. so weird. It's so weird. No, that was me all of last week. I struggled so hard. I was trying to stick with my. 5 a.m. wake up times even though I knew like with the time change it's now 4 a.m. which is ridiculously early but I was like you know just push through it like you can do it and I couldn't I couldn't do it (laughs) I gave like I just gave up (laughs) we were late to school for the first time like ever oh yeah I just woke up we we all woke up all woke up so late late. yeah yeah but I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah I looked at the phone, my, the time on my phone, which is correct. Yeah. Um, but I like couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wait, is this wrong?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah. "No, there's no way it could be wrong." Yeah. 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 But it, that was that was tough. I I think we're just starting to get out of the time change. Yes. But I do really Same. like, of course, like everyone. I do really like the sun still out. Yeah. While we're having dinner and stuff. So. That Did you is hear though? Really nice. They're getting rid of yeah, it I know. next year. Or they're yeah. trying to. They're trying to, but it's pretty much, <laughs> I think I saw this Trevor Noah clip on TikTok where they, or I don't know if it was Trevor Noah. I think it was, but it was some comedian with a, a show and it was like a little clip from TikTok and he was saying, I don't, I'm not like a government expert, but I know in order for like a new bill yeah. or whatever to be yeah. passed, it has to go through like several 
like the house the senate whatever right yeah so whatever like the first step was like the senate or how whatever i'm sure all you government nerds out there are like screaming at me but i don't know the exact details but whatever the first level he was saying like it's the first bipartisan issue that like didn't matter if you're republican or it didn't matter it was like like, yes unanimous get rid of it unanimous okay but i also heard that they actually tried this back in the 70s or something like oh they a while did ago. and then they were gonna like it passed it also yeah like unanimously or very you know one-sided but and then they it was set to you know no more daylight savings and they were gonna try it for two years yeah and then after that reevaluate uh-huh but after a year they were like no they repealed it oh what yeah isn't that crazy that because, is kind of like, crazy if you think about it if the time stays the same, yes. In the winter, yes. The sun is not gonna rise till like nine o'clock or like eight right. thirty. That's right. That's so right. You're yeah. gonna be rolling out of bed and like yeah. driving your kids to school in the dark. In pitch dark. Yes. Pitch yes. Dark, which is crazy. I did hear that. Like people were saying, like, oh, like no more daylight savings. I guess that means kids are going to school in the dark. And I kind of yeah. was like, yeah, whatever. So what? <laughs> but now that I actually think about that, I'm like, that's kind of crazy so you, know? you kind of have to pick your poison do you want to have like dark nights like early right. nights the whole right. year or dark right. mornings the whole right or like most some of the yeah year. i don't know right 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 but considerations considerations yeah. i mean or but you, you know the rest of the year does not do this oh right and arizona yeah. also yeah. doesn't do it but like yeah. the rest of the year does not do this they just like you said they just live they with just the morning live, being dark right? for part of the year so i feel like it's just like a whatever you're used to yeah you know what and i mean like if that's all you know then that's all you know that's all you know and i feel like humans are pretty adaptable i think Agreed. you know everyone gets used to something like even yes. considering everything that's happened since 2020 it's like for sure you get used to things you adapt you know for better yeah. or for worse so for better or for worse Yes. Also, we just t- did a huge tangent off of what our girl we chat did. topic was supposed to be. So bring, okay. bringing it back, bringing it back to spring break and fitness. Is there yes. anything um, you do or what's your routine like, okay, your philosophy? So you know, I'm like a very phasey person where like I do yeah. things in phases and it comes and goes a lot for me. So that's like prototypical of how my workout workouts and fitness stuff goes. I... Yeah. The only thing I do with some sort of regularity is yeah. IF, which I know you do too, which is intermittent yeah. fasting. Yeah. And um, so I usually skip breakfast. I don't yeah. start eating or like really intaking any calories until noon or sometimes even yeah. afternoon. And then I try. Yeah. We eat an early dinner, so I'm done really eating by like 7 yeah. or 7.30. And so... Yeah, my, my window is pretty short, and I think IF is kind of another adapting scenario, but yeah. like I do think your body gets used to that, and so Agreed. I really don't feel hungry or anything outside yeah. of those times. Of course, yeah. like once in a while, you know, I'll go, we'll go out to brunch, and I'll eat before then, or I'll have dessert yeah. late at night or whatever, um, but I think that's been really good for me just to... Like, if you don't work out or do anything, I think IF yeah. is a really good way to just, like, kind of be consistent and maintain yeah. a certain, yeah. you know, like, weight or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and it, it helps 
prevent, I think, you know, excessive bloating or like gain mm-hmm. or anything like that. So that's I the agree. one thing I do like really regularly. But um, I'm a huge fan of IF yeah. too. Although yeah. um, it's funny that you're like, I know you do too. Because I was like, no, I haven't been. But <laughs> I. But sometimes <laughs> you do. And your windows no, are super crazy. My windows are way earlier because yeah. I'm up earlier than yeah, you. But I will say I was a fan of IF before it was a thing yeah, like I started yeah. doing it like freshman year of college or, oh, or even crazy. like senior year of high school but it was like a weird on on it wasn't like a set window it was like an on window off window on window off window so it was just like I was just kind of eating intuitively but it turned yeah. out to be like these little pockets right. where I would eat like in a two-hour window here and then like a three-hour window there and like not yeah. for like eight hours in the middle yeah, yeah but yeah. um I I loved it I did it all the way from when I was like 16 until Probably, I it was the way I lost all my baby weight after every oh, single kid. Um, yeah. yeah. But, and so I'm a huge fan. And I feel like that's like one of the things I'm like, if I could just get back into the discipline of doing it, because my window is earlier. Like you said, yeah. I eat, yeah. my window's like 8 a.m. to like 2 p.m. Yeah. But then the hard thing about that is I still have to make dinner for my family. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, you might not be hungry, but if the food is in front of you and you're it. cooking it, <laughs> yeah, and you have to like taste it, you're just like, well, that smells really good. Um, yeah. yeah, that's tough. So I do, I do want, sometimes I'm like, oh, if I could just really like be disciplined with that, I feel like that would help, you know, with the COVID weight. But also I'm like, <laughs> back to what I said earlier. But also I like, whatever. Fair enough. Yes. Whatever. I don't care enough. But anyways, what else do you do besides I um, interrupted you? So I'm trying to think. This year, I went to Hawaii. We talked about that in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before that, I was, you know, working out. And I was like, it's going to be great. Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawaii bod. But yeah. um, so I was good. And again, so I'll like work out in these stints. And yeah. I also like having a goal or a milestone in mind it's like okay I'm doing this for that trip or I'm doing this for like my birthday is always another one also like around spring break and so I'm like okay I can do I can do x amount of weeks until then right I think having that and goal insight is helpful for me because I don't think I could just like chug 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 with nothing in mind yeah and so yeah so for me I will do my workouts pretty regularly until I hit that trip or special occasion or whatever. And then I'll like go ham the other yeah. way. I like yeah. won't do, I won't work out at all. Um, yeah. And I'll like eat whatever I want and just have a good time and enjoy life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, so this, I'm in that phase right now. And it's been like a while. It's been like a month since Hawaii. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I have not worked out since like before Hawaii. But spring break is also coming up for us a little later than you. But ours is about three weeks away, which is kind of a perfect time for me to get into like a program. And so I'll probably do that. Yeah. Starting today. Today. (laughs) I know it's Monday. Yeah. Gotta start today. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. But I do love, um, I do a lot of beach body workouts which is mm-hmm. a program there's an app I love that you can do it at home so you don't have to change and all of that yeah so that's been really effective for me since yeah having my second baby and so yeah I really like it so I've been sticking to that but 
I do miss going to spin class and all oh, Soul Cycle is open it without is open, masks now. But it's so expensive. I feel like they jacked I up know. the price like Oh, I don't know. Times. I haven't tried to book I'm it, like, but I'm it was expensive pre COVID. Fifty dollars for one. Is it class. closer it's, to fifty now? It's closer to fifty if you get the shoes and all of that. It's like No way. Yeah. It's because it was like 30 35 yeah. pre-covid and even that yeah. was like that was 30 dollars every time yeah <laughs> oh i don't know yeah. maybe like once a month it'll be like a fun little we used to year. do these like soul cycle saturdays <laughs> once a year no. once a quarter once a quarter um, maybe. once a quarter yeah we would go and work out at soul cycle and then yeah, we would go so get fun. brunch that, was, that fun. was fun that was long maybe we'll do long. walking to get our yeah. steps in for Let's sure on walk let's do walk it i'm a huge it. fan of walking like after i set that ten thousand steps a day oh, goal yeah. for myself i'm like <laughs> such like a middle-aged lady like are, i'm like are you competing <laughs> with people for your steps i'm <laughs> i'm not but i'm just like i love getting my vitamin d and being out in the sun yeah. and smelling the fresh air and like I was just like, what kind of, I'm like, and I see all these other Asian ladies that are like my age, like moms yeah. in the neighborhood, and we're just yeah. passing each other as yes. we walk in the neighborhood, With and we're like, hi, on. for sure, and our AirPods on, and it's just, um, oh, I have an idea. It, after our Wednesday Bible study ends, uh-huh. we should yes. do Wednesday walks. Let's do it. Because okay. Bible study is ending until in the end weeks. of like school yeah. or something, you know. For sure, and then we can go get lunch and after. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This is how we make plans in real yes. life, guys. We just it's we get excited and then it ends up turning into an actual thing. Anyways, that was Anyways. just like how our podcast originated. We this is excited, and then we. This did is it. so true. Yes. This is so true. It was like one of those. Almost out of left field, like should we should we do podcasts? And it was yeah. it was like yeah yeah, and then <laughs> here we are three years later yeah. almost. Oh my goodness! Yeah, woo! Thirty some episodes Ooh. later. Are I we know 30? more no, more M- well close to thirty I think because yeah. we've done one once a month almost pretty consistently month. except yeah. for when COVID first hit and we missed yeah. like three months in a row because we were like that world is ending what's happening <laughs> um so we should be close to there by the way if you hear my gardeners i have no control over them i'm sorry they're in my yard it's loud white noise it's okay. better than my dryer that one episode oh. i listened back to that and i was like oh my goodness never again Sophia. don't do that all right that was fun uh, girl yeah. chat happy march happy march i love our girl chats okay moving on March book club. Book club. If you guys were reading along with us, it was Gilded by Marissa Meyer for this month. Um, We are Marissa Meyer fans. We are Mr. Marissa Meyer fans. And I wanted to ask you when you read this book, because I saw on Instagram that you had been posted. I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. I, because I was like, like not feeling life for the last couple weeks, I put off reading it until like yesterday i think yeah. i started it and then yeah. i was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I don't feel like reading and then yesterday i was like i need to read this book so i just <laughs> sat down and it's i mean thankfully it was an easy too. read long book but like it's a fairy yeah. tale you know yeah. so and i had all day to read it 
Um, yeah. So I read it all yesterday. It is wow. very fresh in my mind. Okay. Um, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Let's do the thing. Okay. First of all, I want to know. Page turner or page burner? I just want to know, first of all. <laughs> for you. Okay. And then we can explain why you might yes. think this way or that um, way. Blah, blah, blah. Can you go first? Sure. <laughs> I thought it was a page turner. Okay. I liked it. Was it the best book I've ever written by her? No, it wasn't. Was it the yeah. most compelling, like, fairy tale retelling ever? No. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was, I like the way that Marissa Meyer does her retellings, like her Cinderella, uh, like the, the Lunar Chronicle series, in my opinion, is like the best, like that I've seen so far of that kind of like a retelling or whatever. Other than I guess, I guess is Aquatar like a loose Beauty and the Beast retelling? I I mean, if we don't consider it like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh Yeah. But Lunar Chronicles was like I re- I still remember reading that series and it was like eight years ago that I read it. It was so good. So I don't feel like Gilded was yeah. on that level. Yeah, yeah. But it could also be because I'm not as familiar with the Rumpelstiltskin yeah. fairy tale as yeah. I am with like Cinderella or Snow White or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and actually, I got confused. Because I, for some reason, thought it was a retelling of Rapunzel at first, not <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, which is but dumb because done. she did, Rap- yeah, she did yeah. Rapunzel in the Lunar Chronicles, yeah, yeah. But I was just not thinking, and I just, I was just thinking <laughs> Rapunzel and Gilded is like her hair, like oh, yeah, I, I don't know what yeah, I was yeah. thinking, right? And so yeah. I was reading it, and I was really confused for the first two chapters because I was like, where is Ooh, you know? Because Rapunzel, yeah. it's like they wish for a child. And yeah. um, the the wife is pregnant, so and she wants the radishes, right? And they go yeah. into the witch's whatever garden to get the radishes, and so the child is cursed, right? And so I'm like looking for that in the beginning yeah. when they're setting up like she that Cyrilda is like it's she like, is an she, assistant to this witch or whatever, and I was uh, like, oh, that's the witch that her, mo-, you know, I'm like uh, making connections where they don't exist because I thought it was a different fairy tale. Yeah, and then as when it got to the part where the first night when the Urkling king or whatever yeah. was like, you need to spin this into gold. I was like, okay, well, hold on. This is not Rapunzel. This is Rumpelstiltskin. That's like pretty yeah. far into the book too. I know. <laughs> I know. That's like, like halfway through the is, book. What is happening here? I'm so confused. Okay. Um, so, so I, yeah, I liked it. But you liked it. Okay. I, I liked it. I am torn. I'm like half, half because I think the first set the setup was kind of slow for me and I was yeah I had to like start and stop the book it wasn't something I I read like devoured in one go yeah in one go in one sitting yeah so when I think of the beginning I'm like it wasn't really a page turner but then you know once the plot picks up and then yeah everything is kind of clicking and things are coming back around by the end then I'm kind of like okay let's go let's get through this yeah you kind of want to find out what happens and it's like it's like a sexy rumple salt skin. Oh yes. <laughs> it is a sexy rumple salt skin. Like it's hard for me to wrap my mind around because yeah. like I remember the rumple salt skin like Muppets version. Did you ever watch that? No. Okay. But now I want to. There's this Muppets. 
I don't know, special from when yeah. I was growing up with, I think, you know, fairy tales and stuff. But yeah. they had a rumpled silkskin one. And in my head, that's like the picture I had of rumpled yeah. silkskin while I was reading yeah. this book. And yeah. so it was so hard for me to like go through those scenes. But I was yeah. like, okay. And I agree that this retelling is definitely different and not as good as her Lunar Chronicles yeah. series. And I think what elevated that series was like it was a different genre it was like fairy yes, tales but sci-fi. like sci-fi yes um whereas this is just kind of like, you know standard like fantasy yes. YA fantasy and yeah. stuff but the actually the original like Rumpelstiltskin by the Grimm's brothers is like pretty yes. dark which I well, kind of appreciate this book is that dark. she yes. brought that in it's like yeah really dark <laughs> yes yes in the end when the yeah. the her the little kids. pupils all have their hearts ripped out and oh i was like gosh. what is what happening is- here <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i do this when i finished the book my first thought was this is why i don't read books until the entire know, series or I duology know, is published because i like the way she ended it yeah. like i felt like it was a very appropriate way to sort of segue into book two, but I'm just yeah. annoyed that I have to wait annoyed. whatever, six, eight months <gasps> until book two comes out. What if we get, like, a, the Earl King is actually good? Nope. Okay, yeah, you know, that can't Surprise! be it. I No, I thought that. I was like, because isn't Rumpelstiltskin the villain in the original he's, yeah, he's folktale, right? Yeah, he's the, like, mischievous yes and he's the kind of he's the bad guy right that comes to like claim the queen's princess once once she's had her daughter whatever and so i was totally waiting for that spin to happen where the urkling is actually and maybe it will but i i don't think so places or something i don't know the way she's writing it though i don't (laughs) i don't i don't think so okay wait so Um, remind me did she say his name or does she know her name i forget okay that rumpelstiltskin that hasn't no. been resolved yet. Okay. She doesn't know his name. She knows it's an R. Yeah. Because of the, there's the like ring. the, yeah. the ring and their, um, I think the locket too had an R on it. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't know his name and I think that's going to be how they right. break right. the curse in book two, obviously, because that's how the original folk yeah. story goes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was it was fine. Like it, it I liked fine. it. I just I wouldn't say it was a page burner. But this yeah. is what I want to know. If it wasn't a book club book, would you yeah. finish it? I think I would have finished it. Okay. So it was it wouldn't have been a book that you abandoned. Yeah. I think so. I think it yeah. is for the most part like the type of book I would read. So Yeah. Yeah, even though the setup yeah. was kind of not my favorite. And also, I don't know how I feel about Cyrilda, like, as a main character. She's not yeah. my, like, go-to type. Like, I don't know. Like, a, a, a main character that just, like, lies, like, that's her main characteristic. Yeah, is yeah. Like, I'm like, I yeah. don't know. I don't really, yeah. I don't really connect with her as much. But I kind of yeah. felt like towards the end of the book, it felt like the author was making a point that her lie, her gift is actually that whatever she says becomes the becomes truth. true, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, so she might be lying. She might be spinning a story, but it actually becomes the truth. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe maybe it's that she thinks she's lying, but she's actually speaking the truth. I don't know. That part was unclear. But I kind of feel like 
she could have played with that more. Yeah. Like, in the yeah. lead up to the end of the book, she could have dropped more of that where like she says something fanciful and then it kind of like happens right, and you're, you right, know just right. to like give the reader a little bit of a clue or a hint like that yeah oh actually these stories that she's making up are either coming true or, or rooted in gift. some yeah yes or yeah. she has that gift um yeah so it was, it was it was good. You know, do, don't you just feel like though Sarah Moss just like ruined all these fairy tales and folk tales <laughs> and fantasy books for us? Because that I feel like that's what I just compare everything to. Yeah. And so everything we read, even like when we read the Elizabeth Lim book, I forget the title, but it was yeah. you know a couple months ago or last year we yeah. read her fairy tale, and it was like it's, it was the same reaction. Where it was like it was good. It was fine. It was, right. it was but fine. I mean, like, how often do you read, like, a book that is just, like, wow versus books that are meh? Like, would you say out of all yeah. your read books for a year? Yeah. Your Most really of them are just meh. are, you know, yeah. the, like, 5%, top 5%. Right. And then the Agreed. rest of them are, like, meh. They're fine, so, yeah. Yeah, they're fine. So I think, you know, that's what makes great books great books. It's, like, yes, there are not that many. There are lots of not that great books. That That's true. The great books, great books. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yes, yeah, Queen Ma still reigns. She still reigns. I okay, kind of like a little bit of a tangent, but her Crescent series, Crescent oh. City series, yeah, is it gonna be like a full, like a five, six, eight book series? Or yeah, I have not really been keeping up with that series, but I know there's definitely gonna be more books. I want to say I did not read the yeah. second book so okay yeah I'm just I gonna wait I'm just gonna be patient uh <sighs> all right yeah. well on that note should we would you recommend book? this book oh. sorry um would you be like I, if someone asked you oh I need like a new fancy read yeah would I wouldn't I mean, I would recommend Aquatar first. Yeah. And then, like, Throne of Glass. Yeah. And then even, like, the Lunar Chronicle series. Like, yeah. there are yeah, other yeah, things I would true. recommend first. But if someone was like, oh, I just checked out this book, Gilded, from the library. Like, have you heard of it? I think I would say, yeah, like, you know, it's a Rumpelstiltskin retelling. Yeah. It's good. Like, it's cute. You'll like it. Um, I wouldn't be like, that was the worst book I ever read, you know. <laughs> but that's funny because there was this – I was talking to – um not a mom there's a, a like a nanny of like at my kids school it's it's a not a parent but like a nanny that comes to pick up like that family's kids and so I see her all the time at pickup and then we were just like talking like oh what'd you do this weekend whatever this was a couple weeks ago and I said oh I like spent all weekend reading or something and she, so we were just talking about she's like oh like I really want to get back into reading like yeah. I think that's you know like for us, we read all the time, so we're yeah. like, yeah, we read. But you realize that for most people... A lot of people don't. Yeah, and that's, like, their goal. Like, that's yeah, their yeah, New yeah, Year's yeah. resolution. Read yeah. more, right? Yeah. And so I was telling her, she was, like, kind of the same thing. Like, oh, I really want to get back into reading, or what What do you read? And so I was like, let me tell you what you should read. And <laughs> so she was telling that? me... Well, she said she liked Hunger Games, but not oh, Twilight. And so I was okay. like, okay, well, if you liked Hunger Games, you will most likely like this series called aquatar a court of yeah. thorns and roses and so i kind of like just threw it out there and didn't really think anything of it she got it from the library read the first book and then like i saw her at pickup again a 
couple weeks later, she's like, I read A Court of Thorns and Roses. I was like, you did? <laughs> and then I was like, wait, hold on. If Okay, if you read book one, though, you realize you have to read book two because it's it doesn't it's, end at book. You, you think it ends at book can't. one, but that's yeah. just the beginning. Like, you yeah. have not finished the book. And so I was telling her, you have to read book two. And then she was like, I... I put it on hold at the library, but it's like yeah. so many people yeah, ahead yeah, of me. And yeah. I was like, I have the box set. And so I brought it to school oh along with Silver <laughs> Flames, which we know is like the most raunchiest of raunchy books. And I was kind of like trying to hide it under my arm because I was just like, anyone who knows what this is, is going to be like, that mom was reading something kind of crazy. So I brought the whole thing to school and I was like, here, take your time. I don't need them back in any hurry. So she's been reading them. Oh, and every so time fun. I bump into her, I'm like, what do you think? You know, <laughs> what do you think so far? That's really fun. I love when that happens, when people are, like, happy with the recommendation that you gave them. Yes, yes. I feel like I'm an Aquatar evangelist. I'm like, you need to hear the good news of Aquatar. Okay. So good. So good. Okay. Book club pick for next month? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're shifting away from fantasy again. And for April, our book club pick is going to be When You Get the Chance by Emma Lord. I um, don't know the synopsis of what this book is about, but I did just put it on hold at the library. So I got to see the cover and it looks very like YA and cutesy. And I'm excited to read it. Have you read anything by her before? I haven't. Okay. I don't think so. She's a newer author, I think. Okay. So... Have you read yeah, anything I by her? I have read one of her books called Tweet and you liked Cute. It? Oh, it she wrote Tweet Cute. I haven't read Tweet right? Cute, but I've heard of it. I don't know. Yeah. I've heard of Tweet Cute, though. Oh, that yes. makes me excited. It's like a rom-com type of yeah. YA chiclet. Yes. Okay. Yes. It'll be perfect for spring break, guys. So no matter when in April your spring break falls, or even if it's at the end of March, you go ahead and read that, and you can... Yeah. Check back next month when we discuss it for our April podcast. But that is exciting. Okay. So that was our book banter. Now, are we ready for some AITA? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This one, James sent me ahead of time. Like, I think he had the time to, like, look, hopefully, and and pick something kind of cool, but... Um, okay. Hmm. <laughs> what is this? Okay. <clears throat> Am I the antagonist for serving my sister's husband dinner using toy utensils? What is this? Okay. <laughs> I, a 17-year-old male, moved in with my sister after my parents kicked me out for coming out. Parentheses, that's another story. They said, I'll be here temporarily until I get back to normal, which I don't think I will. But uh, anyways, so I moved in with my sister and her husband about a month ago. FYI, she does everything around the house. I started helping here and there, as well as looking after a two-year-old niece, and now she's six months pregnant. My brother-in-law does nothing because he's the breadwinner, as he claims that, in my opinion, he's taken it a bit too far. Example, he tells her to start his laundry once he takes his clothes off, put dinner on the table once he's home, get the shower ready, and so on. They fight a lot because my sister is exhausted and burnt out. 
I usually put my headphones on and mind my own business, but two nights ago there was a lot of commotion once he got home, so I went to see what the issue was. It turns out my brother-in-law was complaining about dinner, and my sister-in-law was too exhausted to get up. I mean, the dinner was already cooked, but he wanted her to put it for him on the table. I told my sister I'd do it, but instead of using their kitchen utensils, I used my niece's toy utensils, like a toy cup, toy plate, toy fork and knife, and a tiny napkin. I put the food on the toy plate and the drink in the toy cup while my brother-in-law was in the shower. He then came into the kitchen and sat down and stared at the plate for a few seconds. He then looked at me and asked what the heck this was and whether I was joking. I told him if he wanted to act like a helpless child, then he might as well get treated like one. He started yelling. My sister came inside. He threw the napkin and stormed off, saying that I disrespected him and that he'll let my parents know what I did. My sister saw what I'd done and started laughing. I went inside my room, but the argument didn't stop. And now he's ex expecting an apology from me for meddling in his marriage and pulling this crappy stunt on him. I could be the a antagonist for this, but I was just so mad at my sister and also sick and tired of being sick and tired of the nightly fighting for dinner. So, am I the antagonist? Wow, James, just... just Throw us in the deep end. Yeah, seriously. Um, I mean, <laughs> we know who the real bad guy is. Yes, the <laughs> husband is. That's obvious. Yeah. I... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he is, right? I mean, I don't, I think it's funny. Like, I think it's funny. And I agree with his logic of like, if you're going to be a big man baby about it, then I'm going to yeah. treat you like a man baby and you're going to get yeah. toy utensils. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, like on the surface, no, like I don't think he's the antagonist and, yeah, uh, I agree. you know, but I do think that, you know, he said that he was, he, he originally said he told his sister, like, oh, I'll do it, because he, she was tired and didn't want to get up, yeah. but it's like, all you did was add fuel to the right. fire, <laughs> like, That's true. I don't think he should apologize, like, the like, yeah, the husband being like, you disrespected me, I mean, I don't know, just, yeah, like you said, we know yeah. who the real antagonist here yeah. is, but I just, it's kind of like, we always come back to, no, you're not the antagonist, but... You know, you didn't have to do it that way. You didn't have to do it like that. But if you did, then, you know, props to you for though. doing it. It is yeah. funny. And I agree with the logic there. And yeah. I feel sad for the sister that her husband is like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, okay. Am I the antagonist for leaving my roommate out of spring break plans? Mm -hmm. A bit of background. I have three roommates, all of which I've been friends with for several years now since we started college. Some I admittedly consider closer than others. My family is half not American, and so I have a very direct connection out of the country and with that culture. My mom lives out of the country, <clears throat> and so does every other part of that side of the family. Recently, one of my roommates will call him A, and I have been planning a trip for spring break to go out of the country and stay with some of my family. Room and transportation would all be covered, so all we would need to pay for is plane tickets. I also invited another one of her friends. We'll call her B along for the trip. I'm very close with both A and B, and my family is A-OK -okay with them visiting and staying. Now here's where my problem starts. My other two roommates just got back into town just as our semester is about to start up. 
My second roommate, we'll call her C, asked, at, asked us at dinner what our plans for spring break are. I said that A, B, and myself were planning to, on going out of the country. She seemed very excited for us and asked if she could come along. I was a bit hesitant but said that we're not 100% sure yet because COVID could potentially shut down our plans. And also, I would need to ask my mom slash family about more people joining. To be honest, that's a part of it. That's a part of it, but also I just kind of don't want her, her to come with us. C is not a bad person by any means, but I'm not nearly as close to her as I am with A and B, and she has her own quirks, I guess. She grew up mostly as an only child and kind of expresses herself as quote-unquote spoiled, for lack of a better word. She's a very picky eater, expects things to go her way a lot of the time, stuff like that. I'm very, very hesitant to invite her on this trip because I don't want anyone to be made uncomfortable due to her very outspoken preferences. I also don't want her to be uncomfortable or upset if the trip doesn't go exactly her way. I don't want to have to constantly be expected to accommodate her with language, food, destinations, etc. when the entire point of the trip is for us to kick back and maybe hit some bars and whatnot. Again, I don't think she's a bad person by any means, but I really don't want to put in the effort to plan a bunch of destinations or day trips. A, B, and I are pretty go with the flow and haven't planned any sightseeing things. Um, have my family worry about food. C has a lot of allergies, dietary stuff. She's a picky eater, etc. At the same time, though, I feel like if I don't extend the invitation, she'll feel left out or as if she's not a friend. We all just have different preferences and ways we do things, and I don't want anyone to be stuck in a situation they don't enjoy. Am I the antagonist for leaving her out? Ooh! Okay, wait, sorry. Are there four roommates or three? It sounds like she says she has three roommates. So there's four people who live together. So So C would be the only one left out. Yes. I see, I see. Yes. Mm, I understand the dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's tough. On one hand, I'm like, roommates don't have to be friends, you know? Right. I don't know what their right. relationship Situation. is like. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's true that roommates, you don't have to expect to be, be the BFFs closest right. with all of yeah. them. But at the same time, like, we've done this exercise before where it's like, if you invite some people to something, you kind of have to think about inviting the tangent people also, even if you're not as close to them. I know. And a trip is like, it's not just like a a dinner or a party. A trip is like a big deal. So. Yeah. Oh, man. That's really tough. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this one because... I feel like I would be split just like the poster is. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but also is this going to be a good trip all around for everyone involved if yeah. this one person who is very picky... Like, here's the thing with... The, and maybe you can speak more to this because I feel like you travel with friends or like go, you know, even if it's just like camping or something, like you do that with friends like that are not like just like your husband and kids a lot. And I don't. And the reason why I usually don't is because of this exact thing where I'm like, Mm. if you're not a good match with the person, there's like really only one family that we've ever taken trips with before. And that that fam, they're like, she's like a sister to me. And she was like a bridesmaid in my wedding. And like, like, you know, so I'm totally comfortable. And then um, we are going on a trip with our executive producer as we call her stuff and her family 
um, for spring break coming up. But all, like similar thing where it's like I'm very comfortable with that family and like the, our kids all get along. And so it's like I feel like I couldn't just go on a trip with anyone though. You, you know what I mean? Like you yeah, have to no, know I that like trip partners are super crucial. And people yeah. who travel with friends will definitely tell you that who you travel with is is so key because different people travel differently right and that's just the way it is and I think that's fine actually now that I'm saying it out loud I'm like if you know that you travel differently from someone else it's probably best that you don't go together but then maybe in this poster situation it's just like communicating that clearly you know like maybe extend the invitation or like ask you know but then make it very clear like this is just how it's gonna be like her family's hosting so true you know oh that's a good way to put it it's like this is the menu or like this is you know how it's how we're gonna do things or yeah you know we're not planning anything but you know you feel free to yeah do whatever you know yeah you need to do to make your travel what like, what would you do though if like <clears throat> like i mean i don't i don't i don't know i don't think actually i do have one like bad experience <laughs> with traveling with yeah you know what i'm talking about but um okay but like just as an example because like Let's say your trip to Hawaii that you just did or yeah. whatever was like a g- big group of your friends or whatever, like, you know, and then someone, what would you do if someone that you are not like that close with, or, I mean, just the way that she's describing this for me, like yeah. just not as close with, like you're just not as yeah. close with them as you are with this other group of people. And you guys have planned to do this trip. Yeah. It's already planned. And then at the last minute, this other family is just like, Oh, like, you know, it's a family from church, let's say, you know, so it's like, you know them, they're fine, but like, you don't really, maybe it's just going to be weird. And like, what do you say? What would you say if they were like, oh, hey, I heard all of you guys are going to be going to Oahu. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, can we, do you think we could come along too? What would you say? Because that's kind of like what her situation is. Yeah. She doesn't want her to come. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't want her to come. She should just not invite him. <laughs> I don't know. But, what would but you if say? the other if the other girl was like, "I want to come," like, "Can I come?" and then yeah, then I would say like, "Okay," like, I mean, you can't like stop someone from like traveling, but you can make it make the communication clear about what it will be, yeah, like. But yeah, the question you asked me, I think. If we were all staying like in an Airbnb or like sharing Uh a house or something, right? And like, then it's, I don't know, it wouldn't, it's tough. I would say, oh, there's no space. (laughs) You would just fudge it, right? No. (laughs) I would fudge it too. There's other considerations to be made, you know, not just like wanting them to come or not. It's like, the limitations of the trip. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if we were like our Hawaii trip, everyone kind of booked their own thing separately. Yeah. Like, everyone was on different flights. Everyone kind of was at different hotels or like everyone just booked their own thing. So in yeah. that sense, like if another family wanted to come, it's like, that's fine. You know, like, yeah. Um, and we kind of made it clear, you know, we would do some group things and like, yeah, but each family would also do have their own individual time. Yeah. So again, just, 
communication, I think, for any trip is just so important and just expectations and like knowing where everyone is at. And I think that will help alleviate any like misunderstandings or hurt feelings, stuff like that. Yeah. Hopefully, so, right? Hopefully. I mean, that's the hope. Yeah. I but think I would fudge like, it though. Yeah. People I think I would just be bluff. <laughs> People fight on trips. <sighs> I, yeah. I think why? I would just be like, why oh, sorry, my mom said there's trip. no room. Yeah. I don't know, because tensions are high. Like, no. I've never. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, for conflict avoidant me, that was like my worst nightmare. <laughs> like, I'm like yeah. what is happening right now? Yeah. Um, but I do think personality is a big factor to take in con- into consideration when you're choosing. Right like, who you're going to be going with. And if this person, like, I mean, just to bring it back to the post, the the Reddit poster is saying that this roommate, C, who's, like, trying to invite herself, is not known for being flexible or, like, easy, you know, she's kind of known for being spoiled and picky in, like, a certain way. And so, you know, I just feel like you're just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I would just I come it. up with an easy out and be like, oh, I'm sorry, my mom said there's no room or like she doesn't, you know, with COVID, she's not comfortable. She doesn't yeah. know you very well or yeah. whatever. But um, that's a tough one, though. That's a really, really tough one. Do you hear my dog flipping around dog. in the background? I was like, Is that, she, that doesn't sound like a gardener. <laughs> that's, that's Daisy, our six-month-old. She got spayed last Monday. Oh. It's been a week. And so she's had to... um. The vet was like, she needs to be still, like absolutely oh, still, like no yeah. walks, no jumping. Take her out to potty on a leash so she doesn't oh, run around because yeah, yeah. the stitches can't open. And they were like, if you need to sedate her, like they gave us all these prescriptions. Oh, They're like, gosh. sedate her, like do what you need to do. So we've just been like drugging her, but oh. it doesn't work. She's a crazy dog. We've been giving her so many medications and she still does stuff like that. She just flips around and we're like, oh my gosh, you're nutso. I know. So one more week that she needs one to. One more week. Oh gosh, that's a stay. long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's totally antsy and wants to get out and run around. Oh, but poor baby. Anyways, this. If you if you heard her flipping, I apologize. <laughs> she was trying she to get excited. comfortable. She was excited <laughs> hearing about traveling with friends. <laughs> All right, fun. That was fun. I think that's. I'll just leave it there. We won't. We won't do a third one. But that was good. That was a. That was a good way to end off our AITA segment. Alrighty, this was a fun episode. I'm so excited now that um, the time changes happen, and so like there's more daylight during the day, and we have exciting things coming up. Spring break. break, We have like birthday dinners coming Yay! up we have a you and i have a trip coming up in the oh. summer like there's Woo! just like so many fun things happening yes. on the horizon and i'm just things hopeful like up. yeah Hopefully. things are looking knock up yeah knock on wood across everything. everything yeah <laughs> cross my heart and hope to die all right guys well thank you again for listening as always um be sure to check us out on instagram at pen and page gals you can follow jensine at jensane you can also follow me at sophia case says or you can check out our blog at penandpagegals.com until next time bye